0: to another episode of Awakening Divine Wildness. This is a show about women expressing and living and being authentic. And you know, we all didn't start there. We, Everybody has a journey. And each one of my guests has just incredible stories to share. But today, I have Haley's Comet in heels. One of my most fa- favorite women on the planet. Because her, her whole style, her wardrobe, everything she does is is an artistic expression of who she is. And Lainey, love, Dolby, I just adore you and you know it. Mm-hmm. We met at a uh, wonderful uh, Kripalo, uh weekend a couple of years ago, Reveal. And did we Reveal, girl, huh? Mm-hmm. So I want to read a little bit about... Uh, Lainey, her bio here, Lainey Love Dalby is a misfit minister, sacred artist, and revolutionary muse on a mission to free human spirits that have been oppressed and devalued, especially women and the LGBTQ community. As an embodied spiritual leader with her own brand of multimedia ministry, she is dismantling old systems, ideas, and ways of being that dim our inner soul sparkle, promote separateness, and limit our full revolutionary potential. She's also deeply passionate about ending the violence we perpetuate against each other and our own bodies by reminding us of our inherent divinity within and building an inclusive, beloved community. Her ultimate goal is to help us feel more comfortable in our own skin and live in greater alignment with who we truly are by unleashing our creativity and capacity to sparkle shamelessly. Through her shamanic healing artwork, sacred arts education, spiritual immersions, and leadership mentoring, she is aiding us in our own personal healing and transformation so we can become leaders of change in our relationships, our work environments, our communities, and the world, and co-create our lives as a great masterpiece for the good of all. Welcome, Laney, Thank my you. So my little revolutionary minister here. <laughs> so, you know, we know each other. And I know you have a fascinating story. It's, it's been such a transformation. And so, take me back a little bit to when you weren't in your fierce feminine, when you, when you didn't embrace yourself totally, and what that challenge was for you.
1: So I just want to say thank you so much, beloved, for having me first before I begin and just to everyone who's listening and with us, I just really want to embrace you and welcome you to this sacred space with us today. Um, So to take you back. Really, it started uh, when I was a young girl. I grew up obese and was never comfortable in my own skin, and I was always being told that I was too much, I was too this, I was too that, that my passions were too intense, that my creativity was too big, that my body was too big, and you know, this this sort of outer shaming really started to take its toll on me, and you know, I. I just wanted to be myself and express myself fully. And and part of that innate, um, innate element that I have is that wildness and that fierceness. And I've always had that within me. And the world wasn't so welcoming to that um, as I was growing up. And unfortunately, with all this um, external shaming and sort of really tamping down my energy and my spirit, you know, it really started to squash me and I started to turn that violence on myself. And, you know, through disordered eating and really uh, a lot of body hatred and a lot of repression of who I was. So one of the greatest gifts of that is that, you know, my journey and my medicine has really been to dare to live into the fullness of my being and to help others to do the same, which is so much what sparkling shamelessly is about. But what that really did was it, it took me away from the core of who I was. It took me away from my soul and it took me away from my essence and what I was here to bring and so it, it definitely took me on a road that was very far away from who I was and I really lost track of who I was and for so long was trying to gain acceptance in the outside world. Um, I was in the art world and the fashion world and you know was very concerned with the surface and you know surface appearances and really trying to impress people and to become the next it girl and really got lost. In this sort of journey um, for fame and recognition and external validation, because I didn't have that on my own. I wasn't internally validating myself. I didn't have a sense of my own worth and my own value because of my past and because I had always been told I was too much to this, to that. And so, you know, the, the journey has really been about overcoming and healing those wounds so that I could step into the fullness of my being and to really reclaim and celebrate that wildness that is such a part of who I am and that fierceness because especially right now, our moral courage and our authenticity and our fullest soul expression is needed more than ever. And, you know, it really has led me to this deep belief that we're all artists and creators and that we're all here to create our lives as a great masterpiece for the good of all, especially now more than ever with everything that's going on in the state of our world. It's really a radical responsibility that we have to live into our full potential and why we're here at this time, at this most powerful time in human history, really. And, and so that, that's a little taste of where I've been and where I am now.
0: How long did that it, period it, of time where you felt so terrible about yourself, you were so repressed, you, you, you had this hatred for your body image, how many years of your life were taken by all of that?
1: That was up until about eight years ago, so that's about long. 30 years of my life. And I ended up on the edge of suicide. And that was when you know I knew that things had to change. And on that rooftop ledge, when I was about to jump, a part of me did jump, that ego aspect, that small self, the part that really needed to die so that I could grow into the fullness of who I was meant to become. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was the still small voice within that at that moment got really loud and said, no, it's not your time to go and there was a strong conviction that i had that it just sort of knew that it wasn't my time to go but i couldn't keep living the way that i was living i needed a radical transformation that had to come from the inside out because it was living from this outer plane that had emptied me you know i was i was basically this empty shell of myself this sort of narcissistic egotistical diva bitch, really. Um, I had gotten into a really far state with my heart completely closed off. And you, know, you could say I had this like flashing neon sign. It was like closed, closed, closed. And that's what led me to that ledge. Because when we're buying into the illusion of separateness, when we are not seeing and knowing and feeling innately our, our connectedness with all of life and with each other and with the planet, and, and with that innate wildness that we share with animals and the natural kingdom. And, you know, when we're so disconnected from that, it's, it's very hard to be here. It's, it's a very difficult world.
0: What's you that? Know, I've walked in those shoes. My journey is very similar. I lost 25 years of my life to alcoholism. That was my band-aid to cope from being bullied for being too thin, mm. for being too tall. And, you know, I did, I I would have given anything to be 5'2", but I was six feet tall, mm-hmm. so I drank for 25 years. And it brought me to that dark night of the soul where I wanted to leave, I wanted to die. And just like you, something snapped. Something took me on a different path, mm-hmm. which has brought me to where I am today. You know, serving women, showing them, yes, we can live fully and embrace the wildness within us. And it shows up in different ways. But really, it's about loving ourselves, appreciating that wonderful feminine energy that's in all of us. Yes. And not to be afraid of it. And Look at you now. What you're doing. <laughs> you know, I just. You have taken your love for yourself and the way that you express it is gleeful, it's fun, it's colorful, it's inspiring, um, you just have such this wonderful, I mean it just, it's just, it's art. It is absolute art and that's such a gift.
1: Thank you so much. I mean, living life as sacred art is really something I deeply believe. And it's an opportunity that we all have because we're all generative beings. You know, we have that primal source creativity, especially as women. We literally give birth to life. We, we contain our womb, which is a space to create and give birth to new life, whether it's human beings or creative projects or books or entrepreneurial ventures. You know, it, it's a power that we all possess. And to not tap into that is, you know, it's not fulfilling our potential. And How do
0: you tap into it? How how do do I tap into it? Yes. And how do you get your clients to tap into it? Share some of your practices. So one of the things that I wanted to say based on
1: something you just shared is, is really coming back to that sense of reverence and holiness for ourselves and for our bodies because that's part of part of the journey. It's really coming to that realization and and giving ourselves that care and that and that um, really that that deep sense of love that you were speaking of to really be able to honor ourselves is so essential and to know that we are holy as holy as anything else that walks the planet and to tap into that reverence on a daily basis and to really use that as part of the energy that you feed off of to be able to stand in your full power and your full presence and your full passion in the world. So to, to answer your other question, in terms of tapping into the creativity and to the generative power, I think that the inner journey, And really getting to know ourselves deeply is one of the most powerful journeys that we can take. And on a very intimate level to really tap into our inner truth and to really understand what moves us. What we most deeply desire, how we wanna feel, what our greatest strengths are, what we bring naturally. You know, we all possess a a medicine, our unique, what I like to call soul sparkle. Mm -hmm. And it's really tapping into and discovering what that is so that we can deliver that. So I do a lot of depth inquiry in my work with individuals and, you know, I really I really help to facilitate that inner journey and create containers of transformation that allow us to move through all the blocks that are keeping us from stepping into our potential and really stepping up and delivering our sparkle because after all, we are walking stardust. So why wouldn't we sparkle shamelessly? Why wouldn't we want that? Because it is part of our innate Nature to sparkle because we are literally stardust. We are animals. We have that wildness. And why wouldn't we want to tap into that innate ability and that innate connection, especially as women, that we have to the wild, to the fact that our cycles are synced with the moon and the tides? I mean, how mysterious and beautiful and profound. You know, it, it's part of that great mystery and really embracing and walking hand in hand with the great mystery that's such a, a, a beautiful part of this journey as well as surrendering to that, that which we will never know and honoring it and being grateful for it and tapping into the wisdom that is there for us.
0: Do you have a daily practice like a spiritual practice something that you do daily that supports this soul sparkle that keeps you so energized and 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 so loving of yourself and what's going on do you, what what do you do daily
1: so i have many different practices that i do daily and that's another part of what i teach and share is that it's so essential to have a daily practice Um, Just as, you know, you cleanse your body in the shower on a daily basis and you remove all the dirt and the grime and everything that isn't serving your exterior, it's very similar with your internal self and your internal state, really cleansing and clearing and releasing anything that isn't serving you from the day before or, you know, maybe a bad dream, anything and, and allowing you to step up fully and move into your day in a way that is pure and i i definitely love to start with prayers and blessings and especially really blessing all those individuals who i might see or encounter during the day those that i know and those that i don't this idea of really sending my love before me um love
0: that sending my love before me oh that's that's a nice tweet that's a tweetable girl
1: And I I really, um, you know, anchor in as a vessel for the divine. So I offer myself over in service to the divine, really asking to be used, my hands, my voice, my feet, my gifts, in service to the greater good. So I often will use the the phrase from the Course in Miracles, what would you have me do, where would you have me go, what would you have me say, and to whom, Um, in meditation. And I also do some clearing practices and and light meditations as well to really actually embody and internalize the light and to have it strengthen and cleanse my energetic body as well. So a, a mix of mental, um, energetic, spiritual practices together. And um, I also am a Koya movement teacher, so I do Koya movement often as well, which is really about grounding and remembering our essence as wise, wild and free. So really grounding in an embodied way, I feel like for me, um, just sitting on a pillow doing meditation isn't really enough for me to be able to show up fully. I also need embodied practices that literally help ground me. um, Just because of the sort of visionary capacities that I hold, often I can live up here. And I really, you know, to be able to stand and to soar, which I feel like arise is really the theme for me this year and the theme that I especially see with women. If we're not fully grounded, we can't soar. We need that support and that grounding, that rooting to be able to fully
0: arise. What is Koya, dear? I'm not familiar with it.
1: So Koya is a movement practice um, that has 13 different pillars. It was founded by a dear friend, Rochelle Sheik. And it helps us as women to come back to our truth Mm -hmm. and to really tap into our innate feelings in the body and to remember that we are wise, wild, and free through um, three different types of movement forms. So free dance, sensual movement, and yoga.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. It's a really
1: beautiful practice that's been really helpful, especially in my more recent journey um, with with health. In the last two years, I was on a really intense medical health journey where um, I was really being forced in a way to shed what was no longer serving me that I still hadn't stepped up to do on my own. Mm -hmm. So my body got sick, and I was really brought to my knees. And in that process, really came home to my body, And one of the practices that really helped was Koya in that journey and, you know, losing 90 pounds, like really shedding a lot and without dieting, you know, it was really coming to this place of deep nourishment, Mm -hmm. which has also been a really big part of my journey and how I work with others. Because if we aren't deeply nourished, we can't show up to help nourish our world. Especially as women, because we're expected to show up in so many ways, you know, as mothers and as caretakers. And, you know, if we're not nourished first, we can't nourish others.
0: It's interesting how the universe can bring us to our knees. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, halt. We're on our knees to teach us something that is so important that shows up in us as a lesson that we then go and share with others. And that's what I have found has been my whole life, that every great challenge, every time I'm brought to my knees, it has a purpose, a very specific meaning, something that I must learn about myself and then be able to share that lesson with others in need. Yes. and at the time when we're caught in the pain or the illness and we're and we're like oh my god what's happening why is this happening to me ultimately it it's it's not a bad thing it's a lesson it's a test it's to make us more resilient it is to make us more authentic women, it it teaches us to love ourselves even more and show us how strong and divine and wonderful we are when we get on the other side of that huge, huge challenge. And I think you're talking about two years ago having this illness. And now, I mean, you sparkle more, girl, than when I knew you two years ago. And you're just, you're shedding your, your stardust, you know, all over the internet and social media. I, I see it. And, and it's wonderful. Mm, Besides, you. you just look so healthy and fabulous.
1: Thank you. I mean, you know, our soul really just wants to self actualize. So yeah. everything that's happening to us on our journey is to help clear away what isn't really serving so that we can step into and be our full selves and, and really shine why we're here to bring that unique soul sparkle. I mean, and that's, So everything that really does happen on our journey, no matter how bad we may perceive it to be, it's all neutral. We ascribe these different emotions and feelings to them. And you know it, it's really meant to help us to grow us into our revolutionary potential which i you know revolution is the r is in parentheses because it's right. also our evolutionary potential yes. and really our personal revolution and evolution equals societal revolution that's the way that we will have Absolutely. mass change we have to change ourselves first we have to be the change we want to see in ourselves So really taking personal responsibility for our soul's journey in this lifetime and doing all that we can to live into our potential for the good of all.
0: I think this year, more than ever, there has been an energy in world events, politics, everything that has sparked a massive awakening in women that they want to step up. They want to be real. They want to be strong. They're, they're not going to be abused, mistreated, disrespected, put under, squashed, put, cast aside. They want to be there and they want to be themselves. And it's wonderful to see so many women saying, wait a minute, I'm not doing that. I'm not taking that. I'm worth more than that, and I am more than that. And that's, that's a big movement that we're now in. It's fabulous. So <laughs> things that people originally reacted to, uh, like in the political scene, it has sparked a movement and a sisterhood like we've never seen before in this country. I don't think I've ever seen so many women energized for the sisterhood the way it is now, which is spectacular. What would you recommend to somebody today that is caught in the throes of self-hatred and condemnation, what one or two things could they do today to just start to get on that path of personal empowerment? So, I just want
1: to echo first that absolutely I agree with everything you just said. And I think that it's so thrilling and it's also so necessary. Mm-hmm. And we have so many amazing role models throughout, you know, especially ancient wisdom that we can look to for inspiration. So, this is sort of a both and because it also is something that one can do to start onto the journey is to really look at powerful warrior goddesses and fierce goddesses from history and ancient spiritual culture. And, you know, to, to look at Kali and Durga and Isis and to really look to women and uh, mythical beings that have embodied these qualities and to really learn from them. You know, if it's the same as if we look at nature. You can study the lioness and how she is such a fierce protector of her cubs and how most of the time she's just lounging and relaxing. And But when it's time, whoo, is ready to strike. And there's this power in really studying what already exists in our midst and understanding that. This wisdom is all around us. This energy is all around us. That ferocity is there. It is innate to us as well. So it's really a process of remembering. is remembering that we are that too. And really, you know, once you remember, start to cultivate that and start to bring that out. And I think sisterhood is really important. The depth and crew piece and getting to know yourself is really important um, on the journey. And, you know, finding people who can support you and coming home to yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm a believer in the embodied practices to do so. Um, You know, even it's just taking a moment to find an animal that you're really drawn to that has that fierce quality and to embody the animal. Mm -hmm. To, you know...
0: Literally bring
1: that energy and see how it feels in your body and to remember. And also to know that we carry a cellular memory of the burning times. We carry a cellular memory of what has happened to our sisters when they have stood in their truth and when they have spoken what they believed in and when they have brought that fierceness. We have been punished throughout history. So it's so normal and and I think it's important to understand that there will be fear there and there will be resistance because we have that in our bodies and we carry that with us. And so it's really a matter of understanding that and and also knowing that it's the both and that even though that's there, we can step into our moral courage and authority. We can step forward and speak up for what we most deeply believe in, which I think is what's needed now. We need to take a stand, whatever it is, choosing whatever cause, whatever thing that really deeply moves and motivates you and take a stand for that and say, not on my watch is this going to happen. You know, I am not going to let these people get abused. I am not going to let, you know, 19,000 children s- starve every day. I'm not going to let, um, I'm not going to let people be um, put down and abused by our president. You know, it, it's, take a stand wherever it feels resonant to you, and to start giving your life in service to that. And that's how we really step into our purpose. And that's how we really start to actualize. It's really a journey of service. Oh, absolutely. And that's part of the journey of healing. So being in service to something, anything that is larger than you, is what allows that healing to start to happen. So especially for someone who's deeply in the throes, to find something to devote yourself to in a way that is deeply resonant and moving. And to really start showing up in service to that And healing will start to happen.
0: The shift of not thinking about ourselves. And as you say, get involved with the purpose. That's what creates personal growth. It takes us off our woes. And now we dedicate ourselves to helping the woes of others. It's a very empowering thing to do. Yeah. Very.
1: It's going from me to we. And even, you know, there's an I in illness and there's a we in wellness. Yes. And, you know, it's just such a a basic piece. And it's like if we want to come to a state of wellness, then our actions need to be for the good of all. We need to realize that we are intimately connected, that we are not separate, and that our deeds and our actions affect everyone else. And it's really, you know it's really essential without that moving from me to we, without that understanding of our oneness and and starting to embody that it's very hard to move forward in a way that feels grounding in, in the world that we're living in, which has lost its mind in some ways. Our world has lost its mind. And if, and if you feel completely happy and wonderful all the time in this world that has gone mad, then there might be something off. You might not be looking at something. And one of the other tools I was going to mention that just is really screaming to be mentioned right now is the idea of the golden shadow. And doing shadow work I think is so Mm. important, but especially the idea of the golden shadow. We so often project onto others those qualities that we have in ourselves that we yet have not owned. And are scared to own and have some resistance to owning. So, you know, a good sign of the a sign of the golden shadow is when we have jealousy about somebody who's out in the world doing something that we would like to be doing and we're not yet doing. So, whenever those sort of like jealousy, those sort of uh, fear-based emotions start coming up, to really look at those with the lens of love and to say, Hmm. What does that person have? What are those qualities that that person possesses that they're bringing to the world that maybe I have within myself and I'm not yet fully owning?
0: Nice, beautiful, yes. Lainey, tell our audience how they can get in touch with you. I always want people to have access to our guests.
1: Yeah, thanks. Um, well my online home base is laineylovedolby.com. Um, you can also get there from just laney.love. So it's L-A-I-N-I-E. The spelling and dalby's just d-a-l-b-y and there's lots of free resources there i have a great um 13 day course called the soul sparkle starter kit which is an immersive journey to really step into your authentic expression and just have the courage to be unapologetically you in the world so that's a great place to start um and then i have lots of spiritual immersions coming up i actually have a fierce feminine retreat Um, that I'm co-leading a Koya retreat in Costa Rica in the first week of April. So that's coming right up and super exciting and really in alignment with this energy. I mean, it's, as you said, like the sisterhood is really on fire right now. And, you know, finding spaces that we can come together and gather and really support each other and uphold and uplift each other in these times is so important just like in the context of how we met, you know, that that's what we need more of is coming together and beloved community so we can rise together because it's time. It is absolutely time. And, you know, we're here. There are so many of us here supporting women to do this work. And, you know, I'm here. If you want to reach out, feel free. Um, It's very easy to contact me on my website. I'd be happy to be um, of service to you on your journey into stepping into your full potential and really sparkling shamelessly,
0: all to see. Well, you make my soul sparkle, sweetie, always. <laughs> Every time I talk to you, share you know, this time with you, you're just a, a glorious spirit and I'm so happy you could join me today. Mm, thank you so Email me a link to your uh, event in Costa Rica. I will. I would like that. Absolutely. Thank you bless you Lainey thank you beloved have a wonderful day my dear friend thank you thank you bye bye everyone thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness if you like what you heard the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and please leave a favorable review at iTunes be sure to visit malduane.com for Mal's six part video series Heal Your Wounded Heart and reclaim your worth.